Welcome to Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me. In today's Nikkei Women series, we feature Hide Hyodo Shimizu, who some listeners may already be familiar with from an earlier episode from the original season of Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me. Hide was a teacher and supervised education in the internment camps. I'm your host, Julie Tamiko Manning. Hide Hyodo was born in 1908, the first of eight children, and grew up in South Vancouver. She enrolled at the University of British Columbia in 1924, but left after one year to find work to help support her family. She ended up going to the Vancouver Normal School to get her teacher's certificate. After graduating, she couldn't find a job at first, but was later hired at Lord Bing Elementary School in Steveston. Hide soon realized that she had been hired because many of her young students were Japanese Canadians who spoke Japanese at home. White teachers at the school were having trouble communicating with them in English. The school assumed that Hide would be able to communicate with them in Japanese. However, Hide and her family had not much interaction with the Japanese Canadian community while she was living in South Vancouver, which was far from the close knit Powell Street neighborhood. Hide only spoke English. Ironically, this incorrect assumption led her to becoming the first Japanese Canadian to work as a teacher in BC. Other Japanese Canadians who trained as teachers hadn't been able to find jobs because of anti Japanese racism. Hide became more involved in the Japanese Canadian community. In 1936, she joined a delegation of second generation Japanese Canadians sent to Ottawa by the Japanese Canadian Citizens League. They went to speak at a special parliamentary committee that was considered undoing restrictions that barred Japanese Canadians from the right to vote in elections. At that time, even people born in Canada were not allowed to vote if they had Japanese heritage. Hide joined Dr. Samuel Hayakawa, a linguistics professor, Dr. Edward Bunno, a dentist, and Minoru Kobayashi, an insurance agent. The four of them were considered exemplary representatives of the kinds of citizens Japanese Canadians could be. The delegation made a very good impression on the parliamentary committee, who were surprised at their excellent English. But unfortunately, the anti Asian MPs convinced the others not to reverse the restrictions on their voting rights. In 1942, the Canadian government told Japanese Canadians that they had to move at least 100 miles inland from the coast. While they were getting internment camps ready, the government took thousands of Japanese Canadians from their homes and made them live in Vancouver's Hastings Park. Hide began to split her time between her classroom in Steveston and a makeshift school in Hastings Park, where she tried to keep the children there from having their education interrupted. As more and more Japanese Canadians were shipped off to internment camps and elsewhere, Hide's class in Steveston became almost empty. She ended up leaving her job there before the end of the school year to focus on teaching the growing number of children in Hastings Park. She stayed there even after her family had to leave for Caslow internment camp. Eventually, Hide had to leave the coast as well. She went to the New Denver internment camp, where she became supervisor of education in all the camps. She created a concentrated teacher training program to prepare hundreds of brand new teachers. To teach school in the various internment camps with just two weeks of training. This crash course was later supplemented with intensive summer school for the teachers. After leaving New Denver, 
Hide moved to Ontario, where she continued to help set up schools for Japanese Canadian children in more temporary camps, such as the former POW camp in Nays. After the end of the war, lots of places in Canada made rules against Japanese Canadians coming to live in their cities or towns, including Toronto. But Hide got special permission to move to Toronto to go to an art school there. Later, she married Reverend Shimizu and took on many responsibilities related to the United Church community. In 1982, she became a member of the Order of Canada for her remarkable work supervising the education of thousands of children in the internment camps. Do you have a favorite Japanese Canadian activist? Share your thoughts on social media and tag us. The Nikkei National Museum collection has items that belong to Hide Hyodo Shimizu, including a scrapbook from her trip to Ottawa to seek the vote for Japanese Canadians, a yearbook from the summer school session in the New Denver internment camp, and items Hide used. This collection is accessible to the public at nikkeimuseum.org. Tune in again to hear about more amazing Nikkei women next week. The Nikkei National Museum and Cultural Center respectfully acknowledges the building stands on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Kwikwetlem nations. This podcast is being recorded on the unceded indigenous land of Jojage, or Montreal, which is historically known as a gathering place for many First Nations, including the Huron-Wendat, Abenaki, Anishinaabe, and Ganyankahaga of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, who are recognized as the custodians of the lands and waters on which we gather today.